United States Institute of Peace, along with Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124, now present their weekly podcast. Jason Tower is director for the Burma program based in Yangon for the United States Institute of Peace, here to talk about how the war in Ukraine is influencing China and its backing of the junta in Myanmar. Jason, welcome. How are you doing? Good, thanks, Julie. Uh, Good to be back on the show. How's the situation where you are? Well, the situation in in Myanmar has actually just continued to deteriorate. Um, We're now 14 months out since uh, the February 1st, 2021 coup. Um, We've had now for um, well over a year a a situation of full-scale civil war in country. Um, And and you're really seeing increasingly the signs that the the military, the Myanmar military, is is only able to hang on by using... um, violence of tragic proportions against communities across country. Um, We've seen hundreds of uh, villages burned. Um, We've got now since the coup over 600,000 people displaced. And we also have hundreds of people's defense forces that have been formed around the country to uh, work on on, uh, trying to provide uh, uh, support to the people and and to work towards uh, restoring democracy in country. But it's a pretty bleak picture uh, in, in Myanmar at the moment. Um, what what is the impact of the U.S. recent determination that the Myanmar military have committed genocide? And everyone's so jumpy about that with Ukraine. What does it mean for the, this conflict? Yeah, so I I mean I think the important thing to to recognize is that you still now continue to see systematic attacks on ethnic and religious groups. In fact, you saw last week um, the military invade a, a Catholic church and. Uh, capture the uh, Archbishop of, of Mandalay, uh, one of the major cities uh, of, of Burma and the Burma heartlands, uh, but also, you know, ongoing violence against uh, the Burma minority, ongoing, um, the Burma majority, ongoing violence against uh, different uh, uh, minority groups across country. Um, and, you know, at the same time, I think the U.S. move is is certainly going to uh, enhance some of the international legal proceedings that are underway, including the, the ICJ case, the ICC cases, um, as as well as uh, a couple of other cases underway that are also looking at um, the the junta's involvement in genocide and war crimes that are being advanced by uh, individual governments around the world. What's China's piece in this? Yeah, so China has um, major economic and strategic interests in Myanmar. Um, Since uh, the early um, 90s, uh, China has uh, worked on uh, basically um, trying to harness uh, the Myanmar economy to that of its southwest provinces, uh, trying to build out uh, through Myanmar a corridor that will give it access to the Indian Ocean, that will open up a strategic uh, energy corridor for China's southwest, uh, through which it's already able to receive uh, natural gas and oil through Myanmar, um, kind of giving it a, a second channel for access to those resources beyond the Malacca Straits. And to a large extent, the development strategy of the neighboring province of Yunnan, um, the province that uh, uh, is, is along the Myanmar uh, border, sharing about a uh, sharing a long, uh, over a thousand kilometer long border with uh, with with Myanmar, um, you're you're seeing that province in particular, um, 
you know, centering its development strategy around the connectivity it has with, with Myanmar. So the interests that China has there are, are, are pretty significant. This feels like a job for the Quad. Are they on this? Is this a matter of interest for that group? Well, I, I think certainly um, China is uh, a, a matter of interest of all of the different uh, Quad members. I think one thing you've seen since um, the uh, Russian invasion of the Ukraine is that Russia went from being uh, one of the leading countries uh, providing support to the Myanmar army in terms of providing arms, um, you know, in terms of giving it uh, legitimacy uh, through um, you know, high-level interactions with the military, um, inviting the military's uh, state administrative council to different meetings, um, high-level summits in, in Russia, for example. You've now seen the Russians really um, in a position where they're not able to maintain that level of support. And so since the um, uh, Russian invasion of the Ukraine, you've seen China start to step up a bit more. It's public support for the military uh, you saw um, in uh, late um, March, uh, China invites the military's uh, leading diplomat to to visit China, make a high level visit to China, where new aid was promised and where uh, China is now really uh, starting to push for other neighboring countries of uh, Myanmar, um, particularly uh, countries that are part of uh, the, the China-led uh, Lansong Mekong Cooperation Forum. Uh, to start having more high-level interactions with the regime. Um, so I think the Quad uh, is, is right to be very concerned about the growing levels of, of Chinese interest and support for the military and country. And there's really, I think, an opportunity at the present moment for um, the Quad partners to start emphasizing uh, much more uh, robustly the democracy pillar, looking at how they can start to provide more strategic support um, to um, the national unity government, to the ethnic armed organizations that are also um, fighting against uh, the, the military, and to really, I think, the, still the, the large majority of Myanmar people who overwhelmingly reject uh, the military's uh, efforts to maintain by control by using violence uh, in, in country. Um, uh, before we run out of time, I'm really curious, what, what is day-to-day -day life like there? Um, well, I've actually been out of um, Myanmar for, for some time now, um, mm -hmm. but maintain, you know, close contacts with uh, many people in country. I, I will say it's, it's difficult. I mean, um, you now no longer have access uh, to, uh, to U.S. dollars. You've seen um, actually a big crackdown both by the Myanmar um, military itself uh, on um, the, the use or maintenance of dollar deposits. Um, you're seeing now... Uh, increasing food shortages uh, in country due also to largely the mismanagement or lack of management of, of the economy by the military. Um, and then you've seen just the full curtailment of all civil liberties in country. So, um, you know, free media is, is gone. Uh, civil society is largely pushed into hiding. Um, media has had to go underground. Um, so it's, I think, a very difficult situation. And then you're having on a daily basis bombings in major cities like Yangon with uh, intermittent uh, raids by military forces who are trying to track down anyone who's involved in opposition to military rule. So it's a difficult situation on the ground in, in, in Myanmar. 
Jason Tower is director for the Burma Program at the United States Institute of Peace. Jason, thank you very much. Thanks a lot. Great to be on, Julie. Good to talk. This podcast has been brought to you by the United States Institute of Peace and Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124.